Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third and final hour today of the Live With Me Rank Show. Appreciate you tuning in, 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about today, if you want to be part of the program and you know, agree, disagree, your opinion, whatever, all opinions welcome, but you can't have your own facts. A couple things we talked about in the first hour, big, big news, I think, here in southwest, south central Michigan. A new Veteran Administration report came out yesterday, late yesterday, called VA's Recommendations to the Asset and Infrastructure Review Commission, end quote, report. And uh, I was alerted to it from a source in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, that 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 this report came out. And I jumped on it late last night, 7.30, put a piece out there and was uh, proud to have uh, scooped everybody on it. Not proud of what it said or happy about what it said. And that is basically that they want to close down, they're recommending closing down the Battle Creek Veteran Administration's Medical Center. Now, as I said, it's a rec recommendation in the report. It is the final report. So now the tug of war happens between all of the interested parties. There's others. Someone sent me, they believe there's upwards of 17 around the country. I give you the link right to the entire report of the 23 regions, as well as the report just to region section 10, which is us here in the in the lower peninsula of Michigan and Northern Ohio. Now they say it needs to be shut down because quote, the infrastructure does not meet current design standards 56 for modern healthcare and historic buildings make it costly to maintain. To get a chuckle out of it, if we can, they write under a section, modernize and realign the Battle Creek VAMC by closing the Battle Creek VAMC which, as I said last hour and the hour before, only government can speak like that. We're going to modernize and realign the Battle Creek VMAC by closing the Battle Creek VAMC. You can check out that piece. I wrote it. It's at WBCKFM.com with all your links you need there, as well as you could go to Facebook.com, share it, on Facebook, I would appreciate Facebook.com. Facebook, my flagship station, WBCK's Facebook page or the Rank Live Facebook page. Read the article, then go back there and comment if you would like. Or you can call us here at 269-441-9595. Also published a second piece today. Flint, Michigan election official charged with ballot tampering and misconduct in the 2020 election. Check that one out. And... My surprise is that the Detroit Free Press reported on one of their own and the Michigan Attorney General's office, very liberal, is bringing the charges. But I have what I think is a very good idea 
what's going on and why they did so. So you can check that out at the websites of the stations you're listening to me on. 212,000 total encounters since 10-1 at the border. So everybody's worried about the Ukrainian border and the Democrat Party, but not our border, the southern border. 212,000 total encounters since October 1st of last year. 92,000, excuse me, 92% increase over the last year. 31,000 unaccompanied children. 31,000 children roaming through there. Parents sending them up here so they can have a better life. 185% increase over the year before. 67,000 family units, 206% increase over the year before. All this is under the radar because that's no longer uh, the the media is with well, the little they did cover it. Fox News covers it. The rest of them don't. They did at the time. But these are all numbers that just came out the other day. 212,000, 92% increase over the year before. 185% increase over the year before when it comes to unaccompanied children. 206% increase over the year before when it comes to family units. And through October to January, fiscal year 2021, so that was still under Trump, 297,000 uh, sorry, I had a, a brain freeze there, uh, apprehensions. October to January fiscal year 2022, 673,000, 126% in, in, increase. And they say there's another 200,000 got away. So that would double all those numbers. That's what's going on at our southern border. We are being invaded. Well, is it called an invasion when the government just allows it to happen? Also, Michael writes this, Rank, with the White House having talks with uh, TikTok, it shows just how out of touch they are with America. The focus is being shifted from the real cause, which is Biden and his war on energy, not Putin, and what our so-called leaders are defining as Putin's price hike. That's true to an extent, because as I said the other day, the oil goes to the market. So let's say all these other countries are not buying Russian oil, but there's still countries out there that are buying Russian oil. So they'll buy the Russian oil and then any other oil they would have bought from other countries would then be freed up to be given to us. So I need a better explanation of why our prices have run up so high so quickly. Now it is in anticipation of what could happen. So it could be that. Greg writes, Biden was right when he said gas prices are going up because of Putin. My heating bill, uh, my heating gas bill doubled in January because Putin invaded Ukraine in February. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you're exactly right, Greg. All right, let's go to the phone lines. People have been waiting. 269-441-9595. We'll start this hour with uh, John from Portage. Good morning, John. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Rank. Uh, today is smorgasbord day and i've got a combination of things that are short but uh sweet uh the first thing is the war in ukraine <clears throat> now all the military guys out there particularly those in uh command positions uh, or leading troops uh probably have a better answer to this than i do i saw where it, it takes uh, three to one an attacking force 
against a stationary force. But my memory, and of course, this goes back quite a few years, okay, since I'm only 44, so it must go back at least 22. Right. Uh, and in ROTC, I thought that the attacking force really ought to be five times the stationary force, particularly an indigenous force such as Ukraine. Now, that doesn't bode well for the Russian troops because they kind of went in a little bit on a lark because they were under understaffed, under-trooped, and uh, the Ukrainians were inclined to fight and fight to the death to protect what they considered their homeland. So I think, uh, unfortunately, the strategy of Putin and his generals is not good. Um, but uh, that's just a guess. I want the military guys to jump in and tell me what the number requirements are and are suggested. I think, John, to that point, I don't I, I when you're a dictator like Putin and you are um, prone to uh, getting rid of people who oppose you via poison or whatever, the military is going to tell you what they're going to whatever is going to make you happy. So he may have not known how poorly uh, equipped or ready his military was. That's just a thought. Well, if, if he reviewed his troops and his equipment, he would have seen that his equipment looks ragtag. Well, I don't know. I mean, they have, they have a lot there. I don't know if their equipment's ragtag. But before we run out, what were the other things you want to talk about? Well, the other things was that uh, uh, I think we're being suckered and misled by the uh, attorney general. She's picked someone in Flint who she's brought charges on concerning voter fraud. But... What we're talking about is a seal got broken. Well, right. a seal could get broken in a lot of different ways. I think if she was serious about uh, voter fraud, she would go into Detroit because I suspect that the real voter fraud exists there. They can never get anything right. This has been consistently so. And Trump is a little bit remiss in not having attacked uh, since the last election what was going on in Detroit. And so basically, I think a great deal of fraud exists in Detroit and is going to continue to exist because it's not being addressed. Well, then it sounds like you agree with me. They're going after a small fish uh, because then they can deflect and say, look, it, we go after people who are in our own party who are cheating in the vote. But it's... They're doing so so they can protect the bigger fish that are out there is the way I put it. Well, to a degree, Rank, I do agree, except what they're doing is they're going after a goldfish in the goldfish bowl, and they're taking it out for the arraignment and putting it right back in because they anticipate that they're going to lose the case. I didn't see that or hear that. No, but I am. No, I uh I anticipate. That's what I anticipate. I don't expect any positive results, and there'll be a good defense. All and, right. Uh, and uh, the third one was about Battle Creek, okay, about the VA. 
well, they're supposed to be the government, and, and the government always protects everybody and the people. Why can't they build on the land where the present VA is and take down the other structures? Or is somebody selling the land to the government at a healthy price, or are they anticipating that? And that's what it's all about. I have a lot of questions. Things just pop in my head when I start listening to all of this. And instead of having a collected unit together where people can centralize their medical needs, we got to go all over the place. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I generally like things spread out, but with regards to medical needs, I want them in the same spot. Well, you know, I have this idea, and by the way, thanks a lot for calling in, John. Appreciate that. 269-441-9595. Do we even need VA centers anymore? Now, I would run to hear from veterans about that, but why don't we just allow veterans to go be covered and go to the hospitals in their, in their, uh, where they live? Is there a need any longer? And that's really open for a bigger discussion that I can certainly open up tomorrow. But is there a need any longer to have Veterans Administration hospitals? And I'm talking from a position of ignorance. So I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know if there's something I'm missing. Would it be better just to say, here's your card, go to your local hospital or your local doctors or what have you? Any veterans out there that can school me on this? 269-441-9595. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. Thank you for that very, very much. Congress puts funding for Russian labs in crosshairs. Really? Seriously? How many labs and how many unstable or countries that are not in, don't love us? Or like, I even like us. Are we going to fund? And now it's taken, of course, Republican lawmakers to demand that the Biden administration stop taxpayer funding of labs where? In Russia. Yes. Including one to have conducted a, quote, horrific and barbaric experiment on 18 cats, end quote. The United States fighting four experimental laboratories in Russia. Michigan Congresswoman Lisa McLean and five of her Republican colleagues want funding for these labs halted. Why are we funding labs in Russia? Why are we funding labs in Ukraine? Why are we funding labs anywhere but in the United States? Lisa McLean, again, Congresswoman from Michigan, said, quote, the U.S. government has a troubling history of sending U.S. tax dollars to adversarial countries for cruel and wasteful animal research and testing. While the recent revelation is enough to make the stomach churn for any American, it is even more infuriating when you consider the fact those foreign grants are still active while Russia is despicably trying to overthrow by military force, the government of our sovereign democratic ally, Ukraine, end quote. Four Russian labs are receiving funding from Tony Fauci's National Institute of Health. As well as within China. Again, why? Someone explain to me why we are funding labs anywhere other than United States, number one. 
And number two, especially in people who don't particularly like us. And then talking about the labs, don't worry. The, D, the director of national intelligence, the DNI, Averill Haynes, told Congress just the other day that the Ukraine's government operates over a dozen laboratories engaged in research on biological warf well, warfare defenses and other medical researches that could fall into Russian hands, but rejected Russia government's claim that the facilities are making bioweapons. I don't believe Russia. Of course I don't. I don't believe Russia, and I don't believe Avril or our government. I don't believe any of these people. But to sit there and testify that it's a biological warfare defense lab, but they are not making any bioweapons, come on. Come on. How easy would it be to flip to whatever defense they have to offense? Let's go to the phone lines, and uh, Matt's been waiting a while. Matt, thanks a lot for holding on. Appreciate that. Welcome to the show. I just want to try to say a couple things real quick. Uh, when, when people are talking about funding Ukraine or whatever over there for this whole thing, remember in 2002, Shield said that the Iraq War, he said if it be five days, five weeks, five months, it will be short. We got, you might be funding this thing for the next 20 years. Funding what? I'm sorry, uh, funding what, Matt? The Ukrainian government, just like we've funded the Middle East yeah. for the last 20 years. Right. Poland wants money for the refugees that are coming from Ukraine. I, I cannot wrap my mind around this. I'd like anyone to ask themselves, do they remember... Russia invading Georgia in 2008 under Bush, and we did nothing. Since 2008, 20% of Georgia is being controlled by Russian troops. We've done nothing since then. It has no effect on us. We are $30 trillion in debt. How much can we keep sending over there? We're being invaded from the southern border, and nobody wants to talk about that. No one wants... We just, how much money went to China for the Olympics? We had no problem sending our athletes over there because, oh, it's the Olympics. We don't care about the Uyghur people. They're, we just had Iran strike Israel near a U.S. consulate. Right. doesn't matter. Everything, Putin is an easy boogeyman. I know it's the fear of the Soviet Union, the fear of taking over the world. But he said in 2007... You will not make these countries on my border NATO. And that's why he invaded Georgia in 2008, because they started talking with NATO too much. And agree or disagree on that. We cannot keep funding this. So what are your, what is your thoughts then, Matt? What do we do? Stop giving all aid to them? If that's what we want. But there's, yeah. But we should have done this in 2008. We've been funding them all this time. And all of a sudden, it's World War III in the Soviet Union. I, do, I, I don't even remember. I remember Crimea. I don't even remember Russia invading Georgia in 2008 because it was an insignificant event that we wasn't. Oh, this is a distraction from what's going on with Biden. Over $30 trillion in debt. A week ago, he just asked for, well, now it's only $2.6 billion 
for national aid for gender equality, for transgender rights worldwide. This is our grandkids' future. I I, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you, Matt. I, I'm with you, and and, and uh, I guess I, I guess you're saying the reaction of the administration is uh, to cover up all of their other mistakes as opposed to, you know, it happening uh, with their approval. So got to go to break. Thanks a lot, Matt, for calling in. Appreciate that. You listen to Live with Rink. We'll be right back after this. 95.3 WBCK. If you're feeling anxious, depressed, and alone, advertisements on Instagram and other social media promise a new way of dealing with mental health illness. Just schedule a short video call to speak with a professional, and then you'll get prescription meds. The problem? We're not just talking about antidepressants here. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Online telehealth companies are taking complete advantage of federal rules that were relaxed because of the pandemic. You used to need an in-person appointment before you could get a prescription of addictive drugs like Adderall or Xanax. Not anymore. You hop online, usually speak with a nurse practitioner who in minutes diagnoses you and prescribes meds. I'm encouraging you strongly not to do this. You need more than a single video call for a doctor to determine what prescription meds might work for you. These are very powerful drugs and you might do more harm than good. So just say no and see a person, a real person. I know we probably have a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners listening right this very second. The Commando community is a hardworking group. So today, I want to share a tip that will help your business run even more efficiently. Are you ready? Ditch the laser printer and get an Epson EcoTank Pro. This durable printer is my top pick for small businesses. No more being stingy with your marketing materials or the beautiful project plans you've cooked up. The EcoTank Pros uses big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. So you can print in vibrant color without ever buying pricey toner cartridges again. Spend that money on something else to power your business. Maybe a nice espresso machine. Employee indoor skydiving. Schedule a brainstorm. The Epson EcoTank Pro. Just fill and chill. Pick up your EcoTank Pro at Best Buy, Office Depot, Office Max Staples, and at Epson.com slash EcoTank Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Trial. We'll have generally cloudy skies with some sunshine later in the day, light winds and a high in the mid-50s. It'll be mostly clear for tonight with light and variable winds, lows in the mid-30s. Partly cloudy and breezy for Wednesday with highs in the mid-60s and lows in the mid-40s. Overcast skies on Thursday, a chance for some light rain showers and highs in the lower 60s. On Friday, cloudy with periods of rain, highs in the upper 40s. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome. And ultimately, for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. 
A lot of things feel out of control these days. So it's time you pick your battles. Skip playing referee in the morning. Skip laundry this week. Skip game limits today. Skip cooking tonight. New realities require new routines, and it's okay to skip some of the old ones. But don't skip your preteens' well visits and recommended and catch-up vaccinations. A public service announcement from Vaccinate Your Family in collaboration with Merck. Morning, noon, and night, our news team keeps you informed. Lacey James, Brandon James, Brad Carpenter, and Alex Maddox. 95.3 WBCK. We are Battle Creek. Thank you very much for that. I was just telling you about the DNI Director of National Intelligence, Ariel Haynes, told Congress the other day, don't worry about it. These biological labs that we're funding in Ukraine are for biological warfare defenses and other medical research, not for bioweapons. As I told you earlier, my first thought is, well, you could probably make a bio biological warfare warfare defense lab uh, within seconds a biological welfare uh, or bi- biological war lab because you have to have that biological weapon there to produce uh, defenses against it right did any of our Brilliant congressmen or women say, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you not need a biological weapon at a biological weapons defense lab in order to create the defense? Yes. So then that can easily be used as a biological weapon. None of our brains thought of that. And here's something I want to bring up and then we'll go to Richard and Portage. A new nuclear deal will create, quote, sanctions evasion hub for Vladimir Putin based in Iran, end quote. This is according to a briefing, a policy briefing that's circulating around the Capitol Hill and obtained by Washington Free Beacon. Quote, the Biden administration may be ready to collude with Putin on an Iranian deal, but Congress and American people aren't, said a source. Iran wants to do significant business with Russia, which means Biden will have to gut sanctions on Putin to protect the Iranians. He'll be spending the next three years vetoing congressional legislation, imposing sanctions on Putin just to preserve his deal, assuming he even can. End quote. Bingo. 
So we know what Obama did to give Iran the ability to have a nuclear weapon in 10 years. I know these people keep saying, we're doing this to stop them from having a nuclear weapon. Did you read, I want to say to Obama and the rest of them, did you guys read the deal? The deal was within 10 years, they could get an, a, a, a bomb. What's going to stop them in 10 years? They'll just do it secretly, and then day one of the 10th year, they'll probably have one. And Obama gave them billions, pallets of cash. Whatever they wanted, they got for that deal. So Biden's going to do the same thing. So any sanctions that are hurting Russia today, it, they'll, they'll be wiped away through Iran. That's what this policy piece is saying. Apparently, it's removing key sanctions on Iran that will ultimately benefit Russia. So keep that in mind. Let's go to the phone lines and uh, Portage, Michigan. And Richard, good morning, Richard. Thank you for waiting. Good morning. Enjoy your program. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this, we, we have to stop and look at the Minsk agreement. Uh, that's what the whole war is on. Or the whole battle and fighting is all about. Uh, and every time they come together for, you know, for what would it take to end the war, it's the four, three things that are in the Minsk Agreement. Uh, well, why don't you explain if, to if people, you, if you, if you were, Richard, why don't you explain to people what the Minsk Agreement is? There are, there are, Several parts of it. One they, is to recognize the, the the two countries that are breaking away, and the break. The reason they're breaking away is because they speak Russian, they they have a Russian heritage, okay, and the Ukrainians have outlawed Russia, Russian, taken away their citizenship, to, won't let the kids go to school, and illegalized their church and made it leave the country. So they want to break away and be their own country and have all of these things, which is which was in an agreement that was made about 2014. 2014, okay. Uh, then the, another part of it was to... Uh, yeah, Germany and France were supposed to be monitoring it, and and they ignored it. They they just let them do whatever they want. Then the Ukraine was supposed to disarm. That was in the agreement back then. And they did. No, 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 no. They were supposed to disarm with nuclear weapons, and they did. Uh, and the rest of the country said, we will protect you for uh, if you give up right. this, one. this okay. one. No, no, no. Is the Minsk Agreement in 14? Are you talking about the one that was struck under Clinton back in the 90s? No, I don't think it was the 90s. Was well, it? I, 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 I know, know the sure. one that okay. stripped the nuclear weapons from them was under Clinton in the 90s. So I think that's what okay. we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, 2014, there's one. Okay, then. Well, I don't know what you're talking about in 2014. Okay. That one I don't Ukraine. know. Okay, Ukraine was supposed to be a sovereign state. They weren't supposed to be a neutral state. Yeah, okay? I know. That all happened in the 90s under Clinton, yes. Okay, if that happened in the 90s under Clinton, nobody enforced it. Russia has called for it to be enforced how many times, okay? 
and they haven't done it. And and the the thing that that actually activated the the Russian troops coming in was the fact that we put something that we were putting missiles or something in Ukraine. Okay, and that was not supposed to happen. Well, here, this is what I have. The Minsk agreements were a series of international agreements which were sought to end the war in Donbass. So this is different than uh, the Minsk agreement has nothing to do with Russia, uh, uh, Ukraine separating from Russia. That all happened under Clinton. This has to do with the Donbass area, it says. So it's called the Minsk Protocol. It was drafted in 2014 by the Trilateral Contact Group of Ukraine, consisting of Ukraine, Russia, and some other uh, cooperation, the OSCE, with the mediation, it says, of, of uh, France and Germany. After extensive talks in Minsk, Belarus, the agreement was signed in 14 by these representatives. Representative. The agreement failed to stop the fighting and thus followed with the revised and updated Minsk agreement. So I don't have time to go through all of this. So we, okay. yeah, what we were talking about was something, what I was thinking, the, the actual separation of Ukraine from Russia was back in the 90s. This has to do with the Donbass region. Yes, this is what this has to do with the Donbass All right, so region. real quickly, wrap it up. Like, what are, your, what are you trying to say, Richard? I'm trying to say that, that, Still, that is what they're trying to get that enforced, okay? They, they want to be a protected nation, okay? They're supposed to have neutral countries around them. They are no longer a neutral country. They're an armed country who is not recognizing the Donbass area. There's been a lot of people killed in that area, and they, they what Russia is trying to do is get them not to be an armed nation by right level, out of their by, border. Le, by, leveling their, like, by, by leveling their cities and killing okay, women okay. and children. They, two, on that, they, they try not to, okay? They, they send somebody in. Okay, so uh, be, i got to go to break soon, so I want to make sure we get this out, Richard. So your position is... That's between Russia and Ukraine, and we shouldn't be involved. I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, no. Just... What I'm saying is by us feeding all of this arms and stuff, we're violating that treaty, and we are going to cause it to go on and on and on. The killing of the people, the Russians don't right, so want to do saying? that, okay? They are, they are sending in a representative to the mayor of the country, of the town or whatever, trying to say, we want to come in, occupy your town, and they tell them to go themselves. You know, okay, and, okay. And so then what they do start you, fighting. So it sounds like you're saying we shouldn't be supporting this. I'm saying the more we support it, the longer it's going so to what last. what should we okay? be doing? We're, what, we're, what, okay, we're, Richard, we're, what should we, okay, Richard, what should we be it. doing? What should we be doing? We should be negotiating with them. And we not, should get them together, and we should be working with them to work it out. Okay. All right. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate for okay. your, your thoughts on this. You listen to Live with Rank, 269-441-9595. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. I quickly looked up the Mints Agreement. Uh, that's something that Richard and uh, whoever was behind them, you should get on the phone too, uh, uh, was talking about. And it that has nothing to do with the con the entire country of Ukraine. It had to do with the Donbass Reason the two, and I believe I, I don't remember the 
name of the other region. And what it had to do with was an immediate and comprehensive ceasefire. And it appears that Russia did not hold up that part of the bargain when it comes to their people in Donbass. Withdrawal of all heavy weapons by both sides, I don't know what happened there. Monitoring and verification by this group we talked about, this European group, to start a dialogue and interim self-government for the uh, Donetsk and is that Luhansk regions. That was the other one. In accordance with Ukrainian law, Russia didn't stick to that. A pardon and amnesty for people involved in the fighting, don't know. An exchange of hostages and prisoners, don't know what happened there. Provisions of humanitarian assistance, don't know. Resumption of socioeconomic ties, including pensions. Restoration of full control of the state border by the government of Ukraine. Uh, That didn't appear to be what would happen with Russia. Withdrawal of all foreign armed formations, military equipment, and mercenaries. I don't know if Ukraine did that. Constitutional reform in Ukraine, including decentralization with specific mentions of Donetsk and Luhansk. And elections in Donetsk and Luhansk on terms to be agreed with their representatives. Uh, That's what that was about. Um, That buffer zone, really. Uh, But then again, now they can ask, Ukraine should ask for a buffer zone from Russia, perhaps. I don't know if they'll like that one. Dave wrote earlier, and he's right. He said, Rank, if Putin finds that he has no way out at the end, he will use nuclear weapons. I agree with Dave. Now, the question is whether his generals, whoever is in charge of it, will actually go for mutual destruction. It all depends if they want to die that day. But Putin, if he's put in a corner, I think Dave's right. And I said this the other day. He's got to be given an out to some small way of saving face. Now, you can be concerned about NATO, that country, Ukraine, being becoming a NATO country. I, I get it. I get it. You can be concerned about many things. But to then go out and level cities, kill civilians, and target men, women, and children, especially women and children, well, you, you've pretty much given up any right to any... Uh, right you had to do what you did. And that's exactly what Putin's doing. He's done it before in Syria and other countries. Chechnya. He's leveled cities, killed everybody. He is a thug, not a president, as Steve Harrigan from Fox News will tell you. He's been following... The wars that Putin has been putting on. This isn't the first time. This is a rerun. So, sure, he has maybe some legitimate just concerns about having a NATO country on their, on their border. I get it. But once you then start targeting civilians and women and children and kidnapping the mayors for no, no, never to be seen again, and not only kidnapping the mayors, but installing your puppets, not elected people, people who do what you want them to do, then, you know, all bets are off the table. Forget about even kidnapping the mayors, killing women and children, as he's trying to do his best, and the unprofessional army is doing his best. That's a problem, but he still needs an out. Here's Steve Harrigan, who's been covering Putin doing this for 20 years on Fox's Sunday morning show, 
two days ago. Just back a few days uh, from Ukraine, you've been to a lot of war zones for us and for others. You know, put this in context. It is a movie I've seen before. It's a bad movie. 20 years ago when I got started in Chechnya, Putin surrounded the capital of Grozny and he used the verb rubble before. It's a verb now. That's what's going on. They're rubbling cities. So they rubbled it until everyone was dead or left. And every day we were waiting. Did Grozny fall? Did Grozny fall? They put us in an armored vehicle, drive us in. You pop out, you look around. It looks like the moon. Kiev could look like the moon in six months. I don't see what's going to stop it. He's done it before. I've seen how this ends. Article 5 means that we have to come to the aid of anybody under attack. These missiles uh, at this base are just 12 miles from the border with Poland. One errant strike and suddenly we've ticked up Article 5. That's right. And keep in mind the forces that are arriving too on both sides now. Volunteers from around the world come and fight with us. No regulation, no governance. Putin says he's bringing 16,000 from the Middle East. There will be atrocities in this war. The prospect of sitting at a table with Putin right now negotiating, even if China's at that table, just doesn't seem like it's happening. Stop treating Putin like he's a president. He's a thug. And by the way, the president of Ukraine is trying to meet with Putin. Putin's not taking the call. Kind of like the UAE and Saudi Arabia not taking Biden's call. Robert writes, we can fund labs in Russia, but close VA centers in Battle Creek. Good point. Good point. Let's try to take one more phone call from Richland. Good morning, Jason. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Rick. How are you doing today? Good. I can give you two minutes, so go. All right. Well, I might not even need that much. I was just calling in to remind everyone. Um, what do you go back 15, 20 years when that opera house in Russia was overrun by separatists and Putin just blew up the whole opera house with everyone in it, hostages and all. Yes. Because that's the kind of man he is. Right. So you agree with me and Dave and probably others that he would use nuclear weapon because he's got nothing else to lose. He's not going to go back with his tail between his legs. So we need to give him an offer. Oh, we need to give him an offer. Absolutely not. And, and no one's built a golden bridge for him to retreat across from. So he's not going to build his own. Do you believe we need to give him some type of off-ramp that saves some type of face to stop this and then deal with him in an economic way? Uh, I think we're we're beyond that. I think it's too late. I think we're stuck in this now. Either we're going to stop it or he's going to end it. One of the two. All right. Thanks a lot for calling in. I appreciate that, Richard. We'll see. We'll see. We just... You know, over the weekend, I spoke to someone who was thinking with their heart and and I get it. But I explained to them, you got to think with your brain. So the question is, anybody who wants to do more than what we're doing right now, now, I believe we should be supplying planes. I don't really have an issue with that. Only because what's the difference between Stinger missiles and the tank killer missiles and all those in a plane or allowing planes to take off from the base, not even supplying them. But once you get engaged, it's it's over then. Now we're in World War Three. 
I'm assuming, unless Russians generals just give up or someone uh, replaces Putin and says, all right, guys, let's talk. And then at that point, Russia has to pay back the rebuilding of, the, of Ukraine, give back Crimea and make their deals however they have to make their deals. No NATO country, whatever. But the killing of the men and uh, women and children, civilians, especially women and children, purposely, come on. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show today. You listen to Live with Rank. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.